Are you miserable? Does your life just freaking suck today? Well, you're in luck because today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to be miserable. This is the Existential Stoic Podcast. I'm Randy. That's Danny. What's going on, Danny? What's up, Randy? You know, Danny, we're almost going to do an episode on how to be satisfied. But don't you think it's so much more relevant how to be miserable? Yeah, we're probably miserable more than we are satisfied, right? I know. I I experience it on a regular basis. I know. it's And you know what's funny, too? It's just, it's still, I mean, I'm in my 40s, and it never ceases to amaze me how fast the transition can be from feeling totally fine to terrible. And and arguably, like, well, I used, I used to be so unaware of why, too, but I think the more I've been identifying things and being aware of it, the more I'm getting a clear sense of, like, how I function, <laughs> finally. <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. You can just be hungry for like 10 minutes and all of a sudden, boom. Yo, last, yesterday I got so depressed and then I was like, ah, oh, because I forgot to eat lunch and I was starving and I just didn't realize it. And so that I was like getting all depressed and I was like, and then I ate and I felt great. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah, you, know, you think crazy. after like four decades, you'd have a handle on this stuff. You're like talking yourself off a ledge and you're like, oh yeah, I just need to eat on a regular basis. I need basis. protein. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, in that vein, we're going to talk about how to be miserable, give a few quick tips each. I will go first. My first one is just embrace it. So like, I think probably, at least for myself, I'm speaking here, half the time that I'm miserable, it's just because I'm combating being miserable. Like if I just embraced it and was like, I'm just going to be miserable, it would probably pass. But like, I'm like, I shouldn't be miserable. My life should be better than this. I I can't believe I'm miserable. I can't believe this is happening again. I knew better than this. What's going on? I had life figured out already. And yeah, so just learning to embrace it. That's a really good one, though. And I like what you said, too, because you're so right. Like, you know, most of us think when we get upset, we're like, this shouldn't this shouldn't happen. My life should be better than this. And it's like that expectation is what kills us. It's like if we just admitted that, yeah, we're going to it's going to be we're going to be miserable sometimes. Things are going to go wrong sometimes. Totally out of our control. You know, that's OK. But we we immediately shift to victimization, blame and all this. It doesn't help anything. So I think it's a really good one. Yeah, you got to embrace it. And embracing it also helps you even be aware of what you're feeling, which is also good. Because, I mean, that's the other thing yeah. we do is deny it, push it away, and that doesn't help anything either. Yeah. yeah, the SEALs even have a saying for it called embrace the suck. Nice. When your life sucks, just embrace the suck. Oh, the Navy SEALs. <laughs> yeah. For a second. That's no, like, ooh, 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 I was like, wow, the they, have, they have a saying? That's awesome. <laughs> Those SEALs. Those guys are moving up in the world. Yeah, as a veterinarian, we learn how to communicate with SEALs. Yeah. <laughs> I'm playing Boulder's Gate too much. <laughs> uh, my first one for how to be miserable is express yourself. Like, you have to be, like we were just mentioned, but you have to be aware of what you're feeling and you have to identify these feelings. So journaling is a great way to do it and start like figuring out why do I feel this way? What do I actually feel? How would I identify it? That in and of itself, I think, helps so much. And I've been doing that more because I think I was very out of touch with my emotions for most of my life and like, but like the more you are just aware of it, identify it, the easier it is to deal with it. It's not mm. this like, you know, unidentified sort of just blob of something. It's something you can actually recognize and identify. It makes it way easier. Yeah, true. Like putting it into words and doing that helps you helps you figure out what the heck is going on. Because yeah. like half the time <laughs> it's just this misery, this like. I mean, for me, again, I'll just talk from my own experience, but like half the time, I'm like, my life is over. This is it. Like, I can't freaking believe this. And then I think you can generalize. You can generalize there. I think that's most people. (laughs) 
yeah. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm angry because that guy looked at me funny. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's fun. it's so funny. I don't know. It just amazes me how little we really understand ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's like a disconnect between the physiological and the mental or something. I don't know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, it's a surprise that human civilization has lasted as long as it did. <laughs> no, we have no defenses. We're weak. We're constantly yeah. questioning ourselves. And, yeah, it's a mess. Anyway. And dinosaurs were around for hundreds of millions of years. Like, Yeah, we're, we're not even close. Yeah, yikes. Okay, well, uh, my second one, how to be miserable, is it take the time to put yourself first. So, like, I think this is something that we're all, we all have all these shoulds that we're supposed to do and we're supposed to, yep. you know, be good to other people and all this other and care about everybody else. And maybe you're not like you can only be good to other people once you're good to yourself first. And I would say most of us, aside from like the sociopaths and the narcissists are on the side of being too good to everybody else and not good enough to themselves. So take the time when you're miserable, just be like, screw everybody else. I'm going to take care of me. Yeah, that's a good one. And some self-compassion, you know, and I think you're totally right. Like most of us, like we let these ob- perceived obligations we have to others get in the way or like, you know, simple example is like, you know, like I don't like going out all the time. And like, I used to feel like I had to, to friends and stuff. And like, it just wasn't like right for me. And then once I realized that and just stopped doing, like, I mean, I still go out once in a while with friends and all, but it's way better because like, it's when I actually feel like it, you know, and it's just taking care of yourself. That's all. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, my second one is redirected to something positive and so i'll explain what i mean like we all feel feelings miserable right depression all that if you can identify it and figure out what the cause is you can overcome it right you can redirect that energy to something better to better yourself so like you know i feel miserable you know because x y or z well then how can i use this feeling to then better my situation rather than wallowing it or transform that energy that you know that power that i have to something that's going to help me overcome this yeah that's a good one using it to your advantage like i remember there was this book by the creator of dilbert reframe your brain he was talking about like how everybody everybody is like loving on trauma nowadays and you know like i i see the part of it because it does kind of shape how we are but like right now everybody's kind of going a bit overboard but he he puts (laughs) it in a different way where like the re yeah a little bit uh where like the reframe is because of my trauma i can kick your ass at like doing something like not physically like kung fu but like yeah you know because i've been through this stuff previously i'm that much stronger and i can outlast you well that's what we forget all the time right is all these trying situations make us capable of dealing with and overcoming those situations in the future and it's like if we forget that we forget that it's like an experience to learn right and to grow yeah Mm. good one so my last one for how to be miserable is see if you can find some other people who are miserable too. Like, I love doing this. When I'm in a bad mood, I'll be going for a walk and I'll see somebody else who's pissed off and I feel like a secret alliance with them. I'm like, yeah, I'm freaking pissed too. Like, we're in the same club. I try and catch eyes with them and be like, yeah, I know what you're going through, right? (laughs) But (laughs) But it also, like, it helps remind you your shared humanity that, like, a lot of people, their life sucks at the moment. And, you know, it's not forever but right now you're miserable life sucks yeah. whatever but it's cool you form secret clubs <laughs> i like that one too because it just gets you out of your own head thinking that this experience is uniquely yours you know 
Like everybody feels this way. And like, I mean, I like that too, because like finding somebody else miserable would be very easy, I imagine. You know, it's like not that hard. You probably do it within like two minutes. You just have you <laughs> just have to get them to stop looking at their phone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, what the hell? What do you want? I was distracting myself from my miserable life. Right. <laughs> That's a good one though. My last one is just it's okay. We all have bad days. This has helped me so much just reminding myself this and letting myself have bad days sometimes. It's totally cool. You know, it's fine. Take a break. Maybe you need to, you know, do something else. Or, you know, take some alone time. Whatever it is, just it's okay to have a bad day. There's always tomorrow. Yeah, I really like I really like that. Every time you say it, it definitely reminds me. And how you mentioned taking a break, because a couple episodes ago, we were talking about how to know when you're doing too much. And you're like, when you're afraid to take a break. And it <laughs> reminded me that like, oh, yeah, I need to remember the world doesn't depend on me. Like, it's going to keep on going after I'm gone. So it's okay to take a break. You know, it's because we think we're like, because we have that perception of ourselves as like the main character of our story. So we feel like the story is going to fall apart if we're not constantly doing stuff, right? Like, you know, like the hero or whatever. But it's like the reality is like there's a lot of other people that can handle it. We're probably fine. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yep. Well, there you have it. Quick and simple. How to be miserable in case you were just having too good of a life and you wanted to, you know, you want to bring you down. Yeah, right. (laughs) gladly any day so if you did enjoy that uh if you could just you know in, like the episode give a positive comment particularly on apple Podcasts. that stuff tends to help out it's like digital gold for us podcasters out there anyways this is the existential stoic podcast we'll see you next time i'm randy that's danny later danny later Randy. <laughs>